How often are you checking in with yourself? Weekly, monthly, daily? Do you wait until the fuel tank is empty before you even ask yourself how you're actually doing? What if I told you that checking in with yourself regularly is key to being your best self, not only in business, but in your life? Welcome to Life Virtually, the podcast for online service providers who want to level up their business game and live their best virtual life. I'm Ellie, your host, coach, friend, and mentor. Join me as we explore the ins, the outs, the ups, and the downs of building a thriving online business, from tips and strategies to the latest industry trends. Let's do this. Hey, welcome to our second episode of the season. How are you? Like, how are you really today? That's a question that we get asked every single day by all kinds of different people. And usually we just kind of spit out a response. It's nearly like it's automated. It usually goes something along the lines of, I'm good. Yeah, 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 I'm I'm okay. (laughs) Or, oh my God, busy. I am so, so busy. We don't even really think about it. We just say it. And usually that's fair because quite often when people ask you that question, it's a formality. They don't really want an honest response. They're not really wondering how you are. It's just something that they're getting out of the way before they get into their conversation with you. But how often are you asking yourself that question and answering it honestly? A couple of months ago, I think it was in November, I got an email from a big coach. I'm on her mailing list and I think it was around Black Friday she was sending out quite a lot of emails at the time and in one of them she admitted that she had kind of been running on fumes since August. That sentence really stuck with me. It really stuck with me and that's because I was a little bit torn by it. On one hand I thought that it was great that somebody who runs a very successful business, someone who calls themselves a six-figure coach, was admitting that they're not superhuman. You know, they weren't saying, I run this amazingly successful business and I feel great all the time. They weren't saying that. They were admitting that they're human. And I think we need to see more of that. I think that's good. But then on the flip side of that, I thought, it's not really normal though to be running on fumes like that for three or four months at a time. We shouldn't be getting so stressed out or running ourselves into the ground so much that it takes us months to recover. Running an online business has the most amazing, immense highs. It's freeing, it's flexible, it's fulfilling, but it can be very, very fast paced. And you can often see yourself leaving your personal life aside to keep going with your business because you can see the vision in your head of what you want to do. And it's easy to say, I will just spend another couple of hours here at the laptop. I'll log on on Saturday because you can see yourself getting closer and closer to your vision. The thing is though, is that that has a negative effect. And sometimes we can see ourselves getting caught in a pattern of doing that all the time. And that's not why any of us started a business like this. Each of us were attracted to starting online service businesses because of the the perks, the time freedom, the location freedom, the flexibility. We all had an idea for our lives when we started. 
And it is very easy to get yourself caught up in a place where you are so driven in moving forward that you forget that. And that you might even forget to check in with yourself. So today, we are being joined by Jennifer Davey of Wellbeing Warrior to talk about checking in with yourself as a self-employed person, as a business owner, as someone that spends a lot of time online. Jennifer is a former teacher turned life coach and mental health advocate. Using strategies based in neuroscience, Jennifer helps women to set boundaries in their relationships, in their work, with themselves, to build resilience and overcome negative self-talk and we had a really good conversation about checking in with yourself regularly, what to look out for and how to kind of manage ourselves so that we don't end up running so hard for so long that we crash because let's face it it can be kind of hard to get back up. Welcome Jennifer, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thanks very much for having me. I really appreciate this opportunity yeah. to talk. I'm so happy to have you here because I think it's really important to check in with yourself as a business owner, as somebody who runs their own business, but it's not something people do very often, is it? Like, no. They don't actually just check in with themselves in that way. Absolutely. And actually, I just saw a post last night where somebody was talking about that and how there's so much conversation around 100k years but and flexibility but in actual fact she was saying in order to earn 100k she was just working constantly you know there's a lot of the ugly stuff behind that's not been talked about at all yeah yeah that's actually that's great to see people actually saying that though isn't it instead of just saying oh my 100k you know because that's what you see a lot and um for online service providers specifically like running a business yourself anyways is hard like it doesn't matter what you actually do like it's comes with its challenges but when you are an online service provider an online business owner you spend a lot of time online and whilst that's our biggest strength in a lot of ways because it means you have time freedom you have location freedom those things have a flip side like it's also our greatest weakness you can end up seeing yourself like that post said on your laptop all the time or on social media all the time as well absolutely and I think for me what I'm what I'm seeing in my business is that the creativity and the freedom that you refer to there Mm. it's almost like when you tap into that in order to do your job well you're almost tapping into it unconsciously all the time like you're always mm-hmm. on in that creative way and you're always thinking of content ideas and graphics and interesting things to do in reels that's one thing that I'm finding myself this month is yeah. not actually switching off mentally and that yeah. I think is it's it's detrimental detrimental to your mental health like I only spoke about this on my stories last week you probably saw it yeah I was saying I'm feeling really overwhelmed mm-hmm. and I had to step back and reflect and the thing about it is it is all my own fault in inverted commas yeah nobody is continually picking up the phone and checking but myself no. it's me and I've started to I pull myself out of it within a few hours 
I look to the actions. I aligned with my core values. I, when I say I look to the actions, I mean, I look to the things that I've done before that have helped me and I mm-hmm. did them and I started to do them. And that's the yeah. biggest difference when you know what to do opposed to when you don't know what to do. Because you could what be in that do. headspace for months, whereas I was in it for a few hours. Or you're not even aware of it that yeah. it's not because that creative that creative kind of headspace you were talking about there lots of people might view that as kind of being fun or mm-hmm. it being um productive or that you're getting lots of things done but as you said it's actually really not good yeah. for your mental health like I've caught myself in that too but when I get into it I'm nearly on a bit of a high yeah see that way like you're nearly on a bit of a high and whilst you're going yes I have so many ideas this is brilliant I'm going to make this I'm going to do that and you're taking all the notes it's just not good to be in that high all the time Mm. I think it's it's a high and it's exciting but it's also a kind of a state of increased adrenaline and the problem with that with increased adrenaline is that you crash do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean so it's when you're up there it feels great but it's kind of, it's almost kind of false. Like it's not grounded at all. And when we're kind of floating mm. in that place of buzzing creativity and that increased adrenaline, we can, we lose ourselves a bit, a bit in it and we lose what's really important to us. Do you know what I mean? And what I, to give a specific example for that, right, Pete? So say, for example, as a life coach, I know what my core values are and what I want to yeah. do with my content, Right. But if I'm buzzing in that kind of state of creativity and I record like a silly reel of me doing something, like I recorded reel mm. yesterday, Randy, of me dancing, right? Now, that was actually really good fun, right? Yeah. But I'm just going to take that as an example. Like, Say, for example, I decided then to put like a trending audio to go with that reel just because it was trending and I wanted that hit of loads of likes and that mm. dopamine views, right? But in actual fact, that reel mightn't align with me at all. It might even be my kind of music that I would ever listen to. So Mm. it becomes a place where we're kind of floating in a high. We're not really connected with who we really are, what we really want to do. And then we become reliant then on the external validation, which is the likes and the high views and all that kind of stuff. And then when that doesn't happen, or if it doesn't happen, we feel really crap again. So we're continually reliant on external stuff. And what I always say to my clients, and I've been really trying to keep myself mindful of this this week, Mm -hmm. is you kind of want that happy medium for yourself where you know who you are, you know what you're at, and you're just comfortable in your own skin. And compliments and all that kind of stuff is lovely and it brings you up, but it doesn't have the power to bring you down as fast, that you're always in that nice, secure place. Um. And that's for me, the problematic side or the murky side of working for yourself. And when you're flown in that creativity that you can spiral into that space a bit. And that's the space that I feel is damaging for us. And I'm saying yeah. personal experience, even before I was a coach, when I was a teacher, you know, mm. same idea. Yeah, mm. I know what you mean. And I've been caught in that too. As you say, it's like, when you work for yourself, there is nobody there. There's no boss that's saying, oh, it's five o'clock, you know, head off, you know, um, concentrate in your own life for the evening. And you do switch off when you work for somebody else. You know, you go home, you do your own thing. But when you do work for yourself, it is very easy. As you said there, you're kind of caught in that not grounded state of 
creativity and high that can feel exciting so you don't think it's a problem Mm -hmm. (laughs) until you crash Mm -hmm. and you could constantly be going through this um feeling of being high and then crashing and then being back up again and as you said you need to find this happy the balance like this happy medium Mm -hmm. because it can't be good for your business either not even your own mental health but like your business if you are constantly going between high to low yeah I think that's that's a really good point you know that word we're always hearing like consistency but create your content so you can be consistent and like are you, I I haven't been doing it this year and I can really feel the benefits of not doing it. It's on my to-do mm. list for today because I used to do it, right? Mm. But I think when you're in that kind of, you know, buzz and creativity and then flatline because you've burned yourself out, it's so, like that's, when you're in that headspace of going from one extreme to the other, mm-hmm. it's nearly impossible to be consistent with your content, with your messaging, with your um, energy levels if you're showing up in sessions like I would have in-person sessions with people you just can't you've got to look you've got to look after yourself if you're in service-based for example and someone's reliant on you you've got to look after yourself if I don't look after myself and by that I simply mean you know early you know two early nights a week and when I say early no I mean literally the minute the boys are in bed I'm in bed about quarter to nine they're gone early yeah I mean um like but if you're not regularly looking after yourself with early nights with exercise or movement or getting outside in the fresh air most days every day ideally but most days drinking Mm. water maybe watching your caffeine intake feeding yourself three good meals all those things that we're all supposed to be doing all the time but I know myself they will drop when life gets busy but you need to be doing those things for yourself all the time in order to be the best version of yourself whether you're a coach whether you're a virtual assistant social media manager therapy mm-hmm. whatever whatever you do that like that is as important uh, as creating content that is as important as networking that is part of your business. That is looking your, after yourself. Yeah, it really, really is. Yeah, and it can really fall to the wayside because, you know, as we said, when you do work online, it is our greatest um, strength that we can work anytime, anywhere. But that translates sometimes to actually working everywhere all the time. And you never switch off and then you think, oh, do you know what? It's fine. I won't go for that walk today because I'm going to sit here for this next hour and I'm going to move this project forward. And it's going to be, you know, I'm going to be so happy with myself that I've done that. But instead, you're skipping out on looking after yourself. It's addictive. Yes. Sitting at the laptop. Yeah. Mm. And I think even your phone as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, I'm going to be totally honest with you here. Like, I don't know how yeah. many times I have taken the Instagram app off my phone but still went yeah. infected anyway two hours later yeah do you know what I mean like I've done that now <laughs> it's just sounds so <laughs> first time I've actually said that out loud so I'm fully just owning that now yeah but there is it's that dopamine hit isn't it you know when you're not feeling okay so it's like a cycle right so if you're not looking after yourself with say sleep for example you wake up in the morning and you're just not feeling great you're feeling low in energy so you're naturally going to look around you for what you think is going to be good to kind of perk you up so it'll be coffee check your phone because you'll check your phone you might see 
you know, lots of likes, a high number on your nice reels. comment. Lots of people have opened your newsletter, a nice comment, a DM, a reaction to your story, whatever. But you look for those things because the gratification from them is really, really quick. It's like a hit. Yeah. And then what happens then is that becomes your go to for feeling better. But that's short lived. And it and and you end up giving a lot of your power away because you have no control over how you're feeling. It becomes a case where I'm wow, only feeling yeah. good because I got loads of replies to that question or whatever it might be, or loads yeah. of inquiries or whatever. And that's just not great. It's not good for you in the short term. In the long term, it's really, really not good because what will happen is then you'll be waking up in the middle of the night and you'll check your phone for that hit again like it's like an addiction do you know what i mean yeah. like any addiction um but if you can flip that and if you can look and say well, look i'm doing this thing like i was just speaking about there you mm-hmm. know the quick hits i'm doing this thing i know i shouldn't be doing it i can stop but i know i want to stop mm-hmm. that's the first step that awareness of knowing that is really really powerful and if anyone's listening to this and they're they're thinking she is talking to me i feel like mm-hmm. she's actually talking to me i'd be saying to that person acknowledge the fact that you've got a really good awareness about what you're doing and that's that's important that's the first step and then i would just say to somebody this is what i said this is what i would I said to myself only recently okay like what is available to me now that i can do that will help me to feel like I've got a bit of control, like I'm getting my house in order. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it could be some tidying in the house. For me, mm-hmm. it could be I go around and I will water all my house plants, right? I've got about 20 or 30 house plants, right? All different sizes. And I will water my house plants. I will deadhead them. I will snip off all the bits, you know, that are dead and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's something that I would do. Then, of course, another thing would be I get my favorite blanket. I rob one of my boys' squishmill teddies. They're phenomenally comfortable, right? <laughs> I get a book, a coffee. If it's at nighttime, I might have a glass of wine. I don't drink. Um, I don't drink anything like I used to. And I know that sounds bad, but what I mean is I would always have a drink on a Friday night and probably yeah. Saturday night as well. I don't do that anymore. And that's mm-hmm. a couple of different reasons. It just wasn't great for my head, for my anxiety. Mm-hmm. But I will look at like what's available to me now that will make me feel better. I will book a gym class. I will not just even book a gym class, but I'll pick a class that I know I really enjoy, like Zumba or Step Aerobics. I started that doing that a couple of weeks ago in the Snap Fitness here in Waterford. And I absolutely bloody love it. Oh, amazing. So much fun. Brings you into your body, I imagine. Oh, like, my God. It's, uh, like, like, you really feel present. Oh, like, my God. In your... I was, absolutely. Like, I was saying to the women the other night, I was like, Jesus Christ, we could be in Strictly Come Dancing here. Like, the movie. <laughs> it was brilliant. It was absolutely. I suppose it's kind of like, is it the schematic dancing or somatic? Or, you know, that thing where people move around and it's about releasing energy and, oh, it was just absolutely brilliant. But anyway, what I'm saying is I'm not just picking a gym class randomly. I'm thinking what kind of thing do I want to do? What's going to make me feel better? And for me, that's something that just releases some energy, some frustration. It's fun. It just hits all the good boxes. 
you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of grounds you, bring you brings you back into your body and properly present. Like yeah. as you said, even about watering the house plants, like that's a great thing to do in the middle of the day because it can be so busy. You can nearly be in a different world in your head, like not connected to what's going on with you. So it is important to have those little things during the day that you can do to kind of pull yourself out of that. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, mine is to go to the dogs yeah. and talk to them. I talk to the dogs, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll be with the dogs and I'll just you know sit with them for a while and yeah I'll talk to them and uh, then I'll go back or in the evening um I would definitely go out for a walk with them because you can find that you know the way you can be mentally tired from your day's work like you feel shattered but that's in your head like your body is still buzzing with energy Mm -hmm. um because you've actually sat down all day yeah what would you say to if you notice somebody who's properly up in a high state like that with their business they're not grounded at all they're gonna crash but they've no awareness about it Mm. is that something that people just have to come to themselves yeah it it is you know yeah it is actually like it's kind of like you know if someone is an addict and they they, you think well they need to go into rehab you don't go yeah person say you know you need to go to a meeting and and they say oh yeah thanks you know therapists will always say things you know something like a person they have to want it themselves they have to you mm-hmm. know see that and want it themselves I think it's the same with with all kind of damaging behaviors like have you ever tried to tell someone what what you think they need to do when they weren't too happy with you and told you to where to go <laughs> it's what happens isn't it yeah. they're like uh, excuse me excuse me excuse <laughs> me like people don't like being called on their um bad habits you know what I mean yeah. and also awareness is something that's very um it's it's very personal um it's something that like what awareness might feel like for you would be very mm. different for me do you know different people um, yeah yeah and it's kind of innate it's just it's like this it's it's like your intuition really you know if you have an awareness like I was saying that I had this awareness like I don't like what I'm thinking or how this thought is making me feel. What am I mm-hmm. going to do about that? It's a very personal kind of a journey, a personal reflection. So mm. no, if I saw a business owner and they were burning, the, they were burning the candle at both ends. Yeah. And they were like, and I was saying to myself, like they're not asking for help. And they almost seemed to just like the fact that they were a martyr. Like it was a badge of honor. Look at me doing everything. Absolutely wrecked. I'm so busy. This is success in my mind. They this, is great. this is great. <laughs> yeah. I'm absolutely like one step away from stroke. Isn't this wonderful? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And yeah. if you could see what I can see, you can't, you need to, ju- you can't say anything to that person. You just have to it's hope hard. that when they do realize it, that they yeah. do something and then you'll help them. Yeah, it's hard. Did you know, I know it myself. I didn't notice it. See, my mother is a psychotherapist, right? And she is well happy to tell me what she notices. <laughs> and for me, it was I was running on that high state of creativity like you said, fairly often. And I would think it was great. You know, I was like, oh, all these ideas, typing them into the notes on my phone, staying on the laptop an extra hour, because if I did, it meant that I could execute some of those ideas and get them out. And I knew it didn't feel right in my body. 
Do you know what I mean? Like I knew my body didn't feel right. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I was like, this is great. I'm getting all this stuff done. It was my mother that said it to me. She was like, you are running on a high state. You are running on adrenaline and you're only going to crash if you keep doing that, you know. And Mm -hmm. of course, because it's your mother, you're not going to like clap back as much. You're going to probably just be like, oh. I'll think about that so you know (laughs) and so I did and I realized that she was right and that even though it can feel exciting and fun I was gonna end up crashing and so that you have to try and find that balance for yourself like maybe acknowledge when you're like that a little bit type the notes into your phone of the ideas and then try and go and do something that will ground you yeah do you know when you were in that 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 creative stage and you were typing yeah. things into your phone, were you kind of was your intuition saying you have to stop this now or you have to calm down or you have to take a break? Like, was there an intuitive voice there in the background playing that you I weren't think- listening, or could you not hear it? For a long time, I couldn't hear it, mm-hmm. but I guess I started to have a bit more of, a, of an awareness that it wasn't good, that something didn't feel right in my body, you know, like it just didn't feel right to be on that high running on adrenaline. I could feel it in my body. And then when I started to notice that I could feel it in my body, that's when the intuitive voice was coming in to say, you should probably do this another time. Maybe you should just write that down and walk away. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And then after that, it became easier to actually recognize it and ground yourself. But I think it is something you have to go through to realize that it's happening. Yeah. And you have to come, you have to kind of go like um, to the other side of it. So you have to almost experience you know, the crash. Burn out. Yeah. Burn yeah. out and kind of get, you know, like for me in the past, like a couple of years ago, like um, when. I would be, you know, when I had both of the boys and I had like leave and start, you know, 30 in the class, higher level English, yeah. wanting to continue and managing to continue the level of correction and giving the amount of feedback to every student, just like I did before I had children. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I always gave loads of feedback, a lot more than most anyway. So I had a very <laughs> high standard on trying to maintain that. And I did maintain it. But... It came at a cost to me, like I used to be mentally exhausted then come the evening time, you know, but it's, and, and, but feeling that frustration with myself, like that conversation for me would kind of go something like, Jennifer, you know that you shouldn't have done that and you did it anyway. And now you're frustrated with yourself because you're too tired to do this or to do that and yeah. doing that thing that you're too tired for now is is really important to you so you're choosing every time you're saying no to the thing that's important to you and yes yeah. to the work thing so it's about getting that balance like and reflecting if I do say no to myself and going for a walk and yes to getting ahead with my to-do list how am I going to feel about that in the evening time how are you going to feel about it afterwards? And actually, the thing is, most people start their online business to have more flexibility in their life, to live their life the way they want to, to shape their work around their life. Mm-hmm. And it is a strange kind of cycle you can get stuck in where you're like, oh, just an extra hour, you know, just an extra hour and I'll have so much more done. Whereas you're actually going against what you set out to create in the first place by doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what actually what just occurred to me as I was listening to your words that really 
when you're setting yourself up in business and you're getting really clear on who you want to work with, what your mission is, what your why is. Yeah. Juxtaposed with that should be a set of rules as well about managing yourself and managing your time and spending time learning about what are my triggers? What are the signs that my body is trying to tell me? And I just don't know what they are, whether being upset tummy or shaky hands or, you know, labor breathing or headache or whatever. Yeah. But learning what those signs are in your physical body. Or even before it gets to that, learning what those words are that you often say to yourself when you're starting to feel overwhelmed, you know. The little triggers. Yeah, and just own what they are so you can nip them in the bud. Nip them in the bud and and go. Actually, that's very true. And I've noticed um, with social media, I think every now and again, we all realize that we probably need to take a break from it, Mm -hmm. especially if you spend too much time on it. And something I noticed a couple of years ago was that if I start to get irritated every time I go into Instagram, if I go in and I start thinking that posts are pointed at me, do you ever feel that way? You're like, oh, well, that that was directed at me. Of course it wasn't. But, Mm -hmm. you know, or you think that a post, um, you know, it it just starts to irritate you. Mm -hmm. I've realized that that's when I need to take a break from it because it's not Instagram. It's me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of mine's way. Yeah, it's important to know what those things um yeah mean for you Mm -hmm, absolutely and like I think it's like we all like the ego is a part of all of us and I think it Mm. shows up in different ways but I know from working with women like what they would say to me is when they're when they're not looking after themselves when they're just kind of running on autopilot or you know doing everything for everyone and not really knowing who am I, what's important to me, that the ego becomes very, very prominent and everything that they see around them, the ego is almost saying to them like, well, you're not doing that. Why aren't you doing that? She's able to do that and you can't manage that. And it's like that little, you know inner bit the devil on your shoulder yeah do you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean like where they're just constantly reminding you of well they're very successful and you don't even know what success is do you know that kind of way just that real malevolent almost mm-hmm. you know what I mean um, yeah um so it's really just like at, look everything everything in life is awareness everything um mm-hmm. when you have that awareness like it is a, a real superpower but having that is not a, every you know the whole solution. You have it, and then you act on it. You know what I mean? I yeah. Think the is, <laughs> you know, you have the awareness about something, but what's real resilience? I think is having that awareness and then going, okay, now I'm going to do that instead of that because that other thing is not working out for me. Doesn't suit my personality, or doesn't suit the way that I like to operate, or um, so I'm going to do this thing instead. Yeah, or I'm getting overwhelmed here, or I'm starting to feel stressed. So I and I, I've oh, um, realized it. I have the awareness to have realized it, but you can't just keep going. Then when you've realized it, no, yeah, as you no. said, it, you need to take strength. the action. Then yeah, mm. that's. I mean, that's real power, you know. I think you're a real powerful person, a resilient person, a strong person, um, ambitious, determined, successful. If you can ha- take that awareness and do something with it, that's good. Do something yeah. with it. Like yeah. if you're able to do that, then 
I think you're amazing. That's brilliant. Well done. Like because it's hard. It's hard. Yeah, it's not easy at all. Yeah, and I think actually sometimes we can feel like we're we're probably standing in our own way, but we think we're doing the opposite mm-hmm. by um staying at the laptop that much longer by not looking after ourselves by thinking if I just work super hard this whole week I'm gonna have it all moved along but then you're personally going to be suffering like in your uh, mentally and physically for not looking after yourself Mm. and and in a way that's standing in your own way too isn't it not yeah absolutely I mean that's self-sabotage yeah without a doubt like if you're doing something and you don't like how you feel about yourself after you mm. do it. Stop. Just stop doing it. Stop it. <laughs> there's, no, there's no fancy other intellectual neuroscience based way of saying it. Just yeah. stop doing it. And then yeah. think about the solution. Do you know what I mean? You can't yeah. gather all of the answers. If you have the awareness to say, I'm sick of scrolling on my phone or I'm sick of spending X amount of time when I'm posting. I'm going to limit it to this time. Yeah. Just stop doing it for 24 hours and then have a think about what am I going to do instead? But you don't have to have all of the answers, all the structures in place, all the systems in place in that moment that you decide I don't want to keep doing that thing. Just knowing yeah. I don't want to keep doing it, so I'm not going to do it. That is the first step, but that's very, very powerful. And that is enough for now. Yeah. Come back to it. Come back and figure out the actions that you're going to take that are going to, yeah, for you. Yeah, I love that. That's brilliant. And actually, I wanted to say to you, you have an in-person event coming up soon, don't you? Your first in-person event. Oh, I do. I do. Very very exciting. And I know that... um, I know you're excited it's amazing like it's brilliant but you're someone that works online quite a bit too and like for me same as right online all the time I have an online business the thought of in-person events I think are a little bit scary mm. what do you think Ooh. I can't wait to actually get out and touch people's faces and go give me a hug <laughs> <laughs> I love your face. I love, like, I actually can't wait. Now, don't get me wrong, right? Like, I've been thinking about doing this for quite a while. And I I literally just took an ocean the other day. I said, right, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go. And I put up questions on my stories to see, like, where would people prefer beyond? And when, you know, midweek or weekend. And I got a really, really good response. I thought, you know what? People want this. So speaking in a room full of uh, people is really exciting to me. And it's very much at the heart of why I am a life coach. I really want to help women rewrite that narrative that they tell themselves, that narrative that has been passed down to us from, you know, our our mothers and our nannies. And not not their fault. That was the society they were growing up in. But I think our generation is, we have already shown that we are not going to tolerate certain things anymore. And yeah. I think we've done powerful things in the last kind of eight years or so with referendums and so on. But I think it is up to us to really kind of rewrite that script um, and to kind of just throw away that martyrdom. You know, it's enough, enough time and um, enough years have been given to 
you know, having the full career and doing absolutely all of it all the time, burning yourself out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I often think when we see movies um, and we see movies of women in business, there's always this kind of in order to be a woman in business, you've got to be you've got to sacrifice. So you've got to sacrifice having kids or sacrifice having meaningful relationships. And you've also got to be cutthroat. You know, and I say, no, being assertive and being a powerful woman is not being an aggressive woman. And oftentimes those two things are are unclear. There's a very big difference between being being a powerful, assertive woman. That's not that's not knowing what you want and, you know, going for it. Yeah. Masculine energy and and combining the both energies. Do you know what I mean? It's not. Yeah. So I just want women to believe that as much as I believe it and to stop saying things to themselves that are that are not true that are not helpful and that are really really negative because they are detrimental to what they can achieve in their life because those um thought patterns I mean they're just they're breathing life into those old self-limiting beliefs that they've been carrying with them like we're all carrying self-limiting beliefs do you know what I mean all of us are yeah all of us are I mean all of us are do you know so I think for me I feel that I can do that in a really in my way in a very authentic and honest colorful Mm -hmm. crack based you know (laughs) yeah yeah do you know what I mean um because I'd be in the room with people if you look at somebody who runs a business online and you know does it from their house how important do you think it is for that person to actually do business things outside of the house or do you think oh I think it matters oh it's I think it's massively important um yeah physical connection that interaction I mean our brains are wired we're tribal we're wired to feel connected you know, yeah. to feel a part of a group, to be a part of a, a collective. And I think that's why these women's circles are becoming so popular. Even and even if you do start online, yeah. you know, if, if if that's how you meet the people first, it might uh, evolve oh, from absolutely. there. But to, to make, take the time to have that coffee and talk absolutely. to somebody who gets it. I know on a Thursday, I like going out on a Thursday. I like doing the food shopping. I like going out and visiting my mom after I pick up the boys. So a Thursday is a good day for me to get out in the house and maybe go to a networking event or, you know, meet somebody for a coffee that I have met at a networking event or meet meet my clients in person or, you know, anything like that. I just know on that day I tend to, you know, I like to do that thing. So think I would say that, you know, to people to think about that. Maybe it could be a Monday is a good day for you to do that. And so think about what. Whatever is a good day yeah, for what you. Yeah, what day. To make the connection. Yeah, maybe Wednesday, that'll break my week up. Like, have a think about what will be a good day for me to do that. That I I think, yeah, that'll kind of, you know, give me a little kickstart or recharge the batteries or whatever it might be, you know? Add that bit of connection and collaboration to your week. So, yeah, it's really, it's all about being balanced because, you know, we can think that we're doing a great job pushing ahead and, um, working around the clock and we're moving everything forward but in the end you're not doing yourself any good and in turn that won't do your business any good like we do have to be our best selves so how often do you think that we should be actively checking in on ourselves as online business owners every day or once a week should we say how am I feeling am I doing okay am I looking after Mm -hmm. myself 
What do you think? I, th- I think that's a good question. I think it depends on the kind of person, right? So say, for example, yeah, if you're the kind of person who likes to be super organized and you like lists and stuff, then I would tap into that part of your personality and I would kind of check in with myself in that way. So that could be your journaling and your gratitudes and that kind of thing. So, you know, literally could yeah. be that, right, at the beginning of each day. You could have a spreadsheet even, do you know what I mean? And put it down. Yeah, that you yeah. use instead. And if you're yeah. not that kind of person, um, and you're more kind of uh like I wouldn't be that kind of person. I'd probably be more of a kind of a reflective Same. organic mm-hmm. just kind of come to me. So it could be a weekly thing yeah. in that case. And for me it might be something like I would just feel the need to get out of the house and to maybe work from somewhere else. So I might yeah. go and do a call near the beach where I can look out at the sea. Yeah. So if, if you're kind of like reflective or spiritually or intuitive, I would say to you, listen to that inner voice when you're hearing, like you hear those little whispers, you know, why don't you go to the office? Get out of the office today you now, Jennifer. And maybe go here. Just, just do it's it that. and just listen yeah. to it. Um, and because you'd be delighted with yourself, you know, because you'll come home then and you'll be like, I'm really glad I did that, actually. Really you have a new energy nearly. And when you start doing that, when you start listening to your intuition and you realize I have this whole other skill set now, like another friend that I didn't know I had and I can use that, Um, you know, so I think it's about look at the type of person you are, look at the way you, you know, the systems that you have in place that are already working that you like and then have a think about, you know, how can I slot this into my life? Um, is it something I need to do every day is it something that I'm going to do more organically like kind of weekly like if I said to myself I'm going to do it every Thursday morning that would flat out not work it wouldn't happen I know I'm like that as well I could put something in the diary and say I'm going to do that at this time every week but I kind of I like to work in a flexible way you know if I'm saying I'm going to do it around that day then it will probably get some I I just can't set myself strict times all the time because I find that I would change as well from week to week and obviously you know with their cycles, whether you're still menstruating or whether you're perimenopause or menopause or whatever, we still yeah. have hormones and it's about kind of understanding your body. Like I track my cycle, yeah. for example, so I'm able to tell, you know, when I am feeling really sociable, I'm like, hey, world. And then other weeks I'm like, boy, yeah. you know, like get away so it's from about me, understanding yeah. your body and honoring that and and working it and working alongside that, like in accordance with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And all of that, like looking after yourself in that way, tracking these things as women as well, all of these things combined do actually make us better business owners and make us perform better and be more productive. And first, we have to look after ourselves. I know it's not always the easiest thing to do, but as we said, that starts with the awareness first and then checking in with yourself Mm. after that. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. Well, thanks so much for joining me today, Jennifer. Thanks a million. So what's our superpower? It's awareness. But awareness is only one step. It is one of the most powerful things that you can have. Being aware of how you feel, how you're actually doing, recognizing when you might be in that high state, running on adrenaline, or when you need to just take a break. After that, it's about taking action doing the things that are going to ground you, that are going to support you to be your best self. I know for myself recently, I've been having trouble sleeping. 
And it took probably two nights of being awake till four o'clock in the morning for me to realize that the reason was for me to become aware that the reason was my head is just so full right now between house, mortgage, um, work stuff, the mini mind is going amazing, thinking about that, having loads of ideas, thinking about my other business. My head is just full and it's all positive things. It's all exciting things, but it, it's still a lot going on. It took me a couple of nights of being awake until 4am to realize that that's why I couldn't sleep. So after I became aware, I took action. I said to myself, hey Ellie, you need to put the phone away, you need to put the iPad away, and you need to breathe. And honestly, that's helped a lot. So it's really about being aware, being aware of these things, and then taking the actions. And unfortunately for some of us, we might not become aware until we feel that crash. But everything's a learning experience, I guess, right? Especially in business. Thank you for joining me and Jennifer for today's episode. You'll find the links and information to connect with Jennifer in the show notes. Next week, we are going to be talking about something that was very in fashion when I joined the online business world. And I think it's about time that we brought it back. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Life Virtually. I hope you found the information valuable and that you picked up some tips and tricks along the way. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never, ever miss an episode. And if you did enjoy this episode, please take a moment to leave a review. Your support means the absolute world to me and it helps others to find the podcast. If you're looking for more information on starting, growing or evolving your online service business, head over to ruluvirtual.com. There you'll find a variety of resources and services to help you take your business to the next level. Until next time.